The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 9th edition. we got a big, big 14-game slate for you on a Tuesday after our little seven-gamer on Monday. I hope you guys had a great day. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Join us in the free fantasy DGEN's Discord. Just let me know. Give me your email or whatever, and we'll get you set up over there. If you give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. Or give it a little thumbs up. Leave a comment on YouTube if you're watching the video play out. Also, if you guys like season-long fantasy baseball, the Bench with Bubba podcast recorded on Sunday night, Bubba and the Bat Flip a couple days early, recapping the weekend fab and more, coming at you on Thursday with Bubba and the Bloom. And if you're playing PGA DFS, the FedEx Cup playoffs started this week. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast has you covered for the 2022 St. Jude Championship, so go check that out as well. But no more pussyfooting around. We got 14 games for you on this slate. We got some really good pitching, so let's check out the totals real quick. Marlins, Philly, 7.5. Blue Jays, Orioles, eight and a half. Reds, Mets, eight and a half. Braves, Red Sox, nine and a half. Guardians, Tigers, seven and a half. Nats, Cubs, wait, not Wrigley, but that should be high because Paulo Espino's pitching. Rangers, Rangers, Astros, seven and a half. Cardinals, Rockies, Coors Field Special at 11. Um, Giants, Padres, seven. Angels, A's, six and a half. Pirates, D-backs, nine. Twins, Dodgers, eight and a half. Yankees, Mariners, seven. So a couple nines. We got the 11, but some really good pitching matchups as well. To keep an eye on the slate list. So let's talk about pitching. Your top price pitcher is Garrett Cole at 10-5 at the Seattle Mariners. No problem using Cole ever. He's always in play for you. Not sure that's where I'm going on the slate, but you can attack Seattle. 22% K rate, 210 average, 95 WRC plus for his righties. And Garrett Cole is great. So you can go there if you want. They did get to him a bit in uh, Yankee Stadium his last time out, but every start's a great chance for Garrett Cole to deal. I'd just rather go Zach Wheeler at 10-4 for 100 bucks cheaper. At home against the Miami Marlins, uh, he's just been outstanding. 20-plus points in three straight, four, five, six of his last seven, eight, nine, ten of his last 12. It just goes on and on. The dude's been absolutely ridiculous. Now he gets the Miami Marlins team that is scuffling tremendously, striking out 22.5% of the time versus righties, hitting 219 with a .084 ISO and 69 WRC plus versus right-handed pitching this past month. Give me some Zach Wheeler in that matchup at home against Miami. And then Shohei Otani at 10-3 against the Oakland Athletics in Oco Coliseum. Great place to pitch. 24% K rate for the A's versus right-handed pitching. So 
Wheeler and Otani, I'd rather have over Cole. No problem with Cole if you want to go there. But give me Wheeler, give me Otani if you're paying above 10K. Brandon Woodruff's intriguing at 9,900 versus Tampa Bay. I prefer Wheeler and Otani. Uh, Musgrove at 96 against the Giants does seem a little enticing as the Giants offense just isn't clicking a 22% carry, 124 ISO, 86 WRC plus versus righties this past month. Musgrove has had a very strong season, scuffled a bit of late. Three of his last four starts have been very, very bad for Musgrove standards, but five starts ago, seven shutout with six Ks against the Giants. So if you want to go to Musgrove, you can. I still would rather get to Otani and Wheeler if you can or save a bit. Shane Bieber at 9400 bucks versus the Detroit Tigers does look quite appealing. The Tigers got to him at five starts ago, but since then, three or four starts at 27 or more DK points for Shane Bieber. He's been absolutely outstanding. Gets this Tigers team that is uh, striking out 26% of the time versus Ryan pitching, hitting 200 with a .091 ISO and 55 WRC plus over the last month. So Shane Bieber at 94 is why I'm willing to skip on Woodruff and Musgrove. These are all great options. They could all go off. You got to narrow down the pool somewhere. So I'm taking Bieber in this range if that's where the uh, the dust settles. Julio Urias is always interesting. He's at home against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, he's 9K. He's got you four straight starts of 21 or more points. Again, if you look at some of the pitching that comes in this low 9, 8K, even with some 7K ranges, makes you almost not want to pay up. Either. Like Julio Urias has a 25 to 30-point ceiling in this matchup, which is, is very solid for his price point compared to others. you got a Minnesota offense that um, strikes out only 20% of the time versus lefties. So Urias in tournaments, I think, is in play. I'd still rather have Shane Bieber at 94 or slide on down in tournaments to Carlos Carrasco at 8200 bucks and Charlie Morton at 8500 bucks. Morton is at the Boston Red Sox, a Red Sox team that is struggling tremendously. 27% K rate versus right. He's 222 average, 79 WRC plus. We know what Morton does. He can get wonky with the um with the command. Walks can be there for Chucky. But when the walks aren't there, the strikeouts always are five or more Ks in like 10 straight starts. He's been electric in that effect. Just limit the damage. And he can be very, very good at 8500 bucks in a tournament versus Boston. I like that a lot. And then Cookie is 8200 bucks coming off a phenomenal start. He's actually had three of his last four 20-plus points. Gets the Cincinnati Reds team at home. That uh, gives him another 20-plus point upside night. 25% carry for Cincinnati, 97 WRC+. plus Their last month was right-handed pitching. So Morton and Carrasco at 85 and 82. Give me reason to kind of skip on the Julio Urias. So I'm trying to narrow down the pitching options, at least what I'm looking at on this slate. You can make great arguments for a lot of these guys, and it's going to be tough to argue because it is a very loaded pitching slate. Like if you want to be super contrarian, you can go Mikolas. I don't think you need to get that cute on a 14-game slate. There's a smaller slate I could see at 14 games. Don't really need to do that, but you can if you so choose. I'll just pass. Uh, Braxton Garrett's been outstanding. Not sure I want to go up against uh, Philadelphia in this one with the other options on this slate. Like, I'd rather go Marcus Stroman at $7,200 at home against the uh, Washington Nationals. Stroman's not a world beater, but he's getting you 15 to 18 points in like four straight starts, which is great as a $7,200 price point. Washington offense, pretty dreadful. We saw Keegan Thompson get the job done on uh, Monday night. So, Stro at 72 is one you can look at. There's really not a ton down below I'm in love with when it comes to uh, saving cash. So, you know, up top, Wheeler and Otani, one and two, like them a ton. Bieber at 94 is definitely high on my list. Morton and Carrasco at 85 and 82, I like quite a bit. And Stroman at 72. So you can mix and match and make this work. 14 games, there'll be tons of value bats. You don't have to go super deep in the uh, the punch department, if you know what I mean. Speaking of bats, let's check them out on this 14-game banger for you. 
at the catcher's position, you're going to have like, every position's going to have tons of options, but some really, really strong ones to go off here. Joe Ryan has been very hit and miss. Throws a lot of fastballs. He either gives up a lot of home runs or he looks electric. If you're hoping for the home run side of things, Will Smith is on fire for the Dodgers. He's 5200 bucks, Very steep price tag for a hope, but that's what makes him tournament viable at 5200 Probably not where I'm going. I'd rather have Wilson Contreras at 49 versus pitch to contact Paolo Espino. Chicago, great stack on the slate. Can't pay attention to the weather, though. Could be a pitcher-friendly ballpark with the wind, but uh, both really good payout spots in tournaments. If you want to go cheaper, though, Alex, uh, uh, Alejandro Kirk has been struggling a ton, but he's 4400 versus Bradish. Kind of intriguing for me. I like William Contreras at 4300 bucks versus Rich Hill. It's probably my favorite one so far. 4300 bucks for William Contreras against Rich Hill. I got Danny Jansen down here at 39 against Bradish. If you want to go that route, uh, cheaper options for you, though. It's a good pitching slate. I'm, I'm impressed by some of this, but James McCann of the Mets, 3100 bucks, having a rough year against Mike Minor. That's something you kind of want to target um, when, you, when you're when you're looking in that direction. Yeah, but it's uh it's bleak. Maybe Martin Maldonado versus Martin Perez at twenty seven hundred bucks. That's an, another way you can look. But uh, check lineups. You might get like Austin Hedges is twenty two hundred bucks versus Alexander. If you want to punt catcher, you could do worse than Austin Hedges at twenty two hundred bucks. So that's not the worst punt in the world. I prefer not to, but you can do it. First base position, um, you know, you got Goldie and Coors at sixty four is pretty sexy. That's pretty good, but so is Pete Alonzo at fifty nine hundred bucks against Mike Miner with Coors in play. You might get some lower on Pete Alonzo, and that's really juicy in that matchup. Uh, cheaper options though, Matt Olson can hit lefties just fine. He's five K. If you're stacking up Atlanta, do not forget a low owned Olson. But um, you know, you got CJ Cronin Coors at forty three. Luke Voigt is heating up went deep again on Monday. I like and respect Stroh, but if you want to be contrarian, Voigt's only forty one hundred bucks in a tournament. I can see a little bit of upside in that one. Um, other than that, you know, Eric Hosmer, no, but Trey Boo Boo, Trey Mancini, first base outfit eligible, 3,500 bucks for the lefty Martin Perez. That's a really good spot there for Trey Boo Boo. If you're fading Julio Urias, Jose Miranda is only 35 as well. I'll take my chances with Mancini out of those two, but I can see uh, very good arguments for both in their matchup. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe, if you're fading Arkady at 32, Arkady's been better. But we know the struggles are there. So Nathaniel Lowe at 32 is a guy you can um, potentially look at. I'd probably stay in that $3,500 range we talked about. But uh, it is an option for you. Frank Schwindel is down to 2200 It's been a rough go for him, but it's a great matchup versus Paolo Espino. So keep your eyes on that as well. Uh, second base position on this slate. Jose Altuve at 56 and a great matchup versus Martin Perez. I could tell Marte at 51 is not too shabby. Jake Cronenworth versus Alex Cobb. I like Alex Cobb quite a bit, but it's not a bad spot there for Crondome. I got Tommy Edmonds at 4600 bucks in Coors. If you want to go there, I could see some upside. Um, Christopher Morell went deep for his 10th time this year on Monday. Second base outfit eligible at 4400 bucks for his Palo Espino. Not many will pay 4400 bucks for Christopher Morell. So that is a very, very intriguing uh, tournament play for you. Whit Merrifield led off with George Springer on the IL. He's second base outfit eligible at 4200 bucks for his Bradish. Uh, didn't do a whole lot, but it's definitely an, an angle you can look at in that matchup. Andres Jimenez is only thirty nine hundred bucks for Alexander. Cleveland is going to be a an enticing spot, assuming the weather stays okay in Detroit. Uh, Andres Jimenez playing very, very well this season. Uh, Ramon Urias went deep on Monday. He gets Alec Manoa tonight. A little different than you say, Kikuchi, but uh, you know what I mean. Uh, some others down here: Santiago Espinal. If you're punting three K, I get it. Uh, Orlando Arcia loves him a lefty. Twenty six hundred bucks for Rich Hill. That's a very nice value. 
Uh, Ezekiel Duran, second base, third base for Texas at 2600 bucks. Not a bad value as well. I like that Orlando Arcia one quite a bit if you're punching the position. Not like the top play on the slate, but a good punt price tag at 2600 Third base, Devers always in play no matter what. But J-Ram at 59 against Alexander is pretty nice. But Arenado and Coors not being the highest price guy. He was the NL player of the week last week. 5600 bucks for Felder and Coors is pretty pretty tasty. Making his return to Coors, that's going to be a nice one. Um, Austin Riley at 53 is very nice as well. Hopefully gets lower owned because of Arenado. So that could be a Atlanta. Yeah, I'm liking them a lot tonight versus Rich Hill. So this could be fun. Yeah, Bregman at 53 versus uh, Martin Perez, not bad either. I prefer Riley. Arenado, then Bregman, but I'll have some good arguments. But your contrarian play, I talked about it on Monday. Didn't do much, but in tournaments, I still like it. You got Patrick Wisdom at 4800 bucks versus Spino. And you got Chapman at 46 versus Bradish. And Chapman went deep on Monday, so he paid off. Wisdom did not, but they're both very good tournament plays. People, are, if they're already paying that much, will pay higher up for your Bregmans, your Rileys, your Arenados. So you can get Wisdom or Chapman much for a little bit cheaper, much lower ownership, really good matchup. So I like both of those angles if you want to go there, another than that, Brian Hayes at thirty five hundred bucks versus the lefty Henry for Arizona is a very good value. Uh, don't mind Jose Miranda like we talked about, but I like Brian Hayes at thirty five hundred bucks as a value in that matchup. Um, Ezekiel Duran at twenty six hundred bucks, second base, third base eligible, uh, and then JD Davis is twenty one hundred bucks if you want to punt against uh, Joe Musgrove, but not a must thing to do. Shortstop position, you got Frenchie Lindor if you need to, Trey Turner as well, but you can save a few shekels. Willie Adamas at 52 gets Yacobonis, and then the long man in Yarborough, who's just been so bad. So Willie Adamas at 52 does have some upside if you're paying up at the position, but you can just save a little bit. Dansby Swanson at 48, Ahmed Rosario at 47, both very nice. Prefer Swanson over Rosario, but both in good spots. I'll keep pounding the drum. Bobachet at 4400 bucks is too cheap. I know he hasn't been on fire, but he's actually hitting much better of late. It's just too cheap of a price tag for the ceiling he brings to the table at fifth for Toronto. So Boba Shedd at 44 is still very, very affordable and very, very nice. Uh, if you're stacking the Cubs, Nico Horner at 43 is not bad. Just It is a steep price tag when you got Boba Shedd $100 more. But uh, great matchup versus Paolo Espino. Really, really good matchup. So I, I can't hate on that. Um, going down into the low threes and into the twos, usually not too much of the shortstop position to make you run home the mom and dad about. And I'm not seeing anything at this like. And Andres Velasquez for the Angels, he went deep, which is such a random thing. He went deep on Monday's 2200 Brandon Crawford's 2100 bucks. That's not a bad value against Joe Musgrove, but nothing too crazy. Outfield position on this slate. You got Judge versus Luis Castillo if you want. Schwarber, Jordan Alvarez at 6200 bucks versus Martin Perez. I like uh, quite a bit. Eventually, Juan Soto's going nuts, so just be prepared. But uh, you can save some money in the outfield. Um, Starling Marte went deep on Monday's 5200 bucks versus Miner. I like that a lot. You got Tyler O'Neill and Coors at 51. Not a bad play there with that. Marte really swinging it well. He's 5,200 bucks versus Miner. That's a that's a good good spot to be in. Uh, Hunter Renfro, I don't mind because people might see Yaka Bonus not realize the lefty Yarborough's coming in. Could be a good spot there for Renfro. Um, cheaper plays, though, at least mid 4K and below. T. Oscar Hernandez at 45. Again, you can go T. Oscar and hitting cleanup and uh, Bachette hitting fifth at reasonable price tags for Toronto players. Christopher Morell at 44, second base outfield is a, a solid look for you. Dylan Carlson and Coors at only 43 is not too shabby. He's swinging a pretty good bat right now. With Merrifield leading off second base outfield eligible at 42 is some good uh, good looks as well. Uh, going to the low fours, you got Ian Happ at 41. He's been scuffling, but a really good matchup there versus Spino to hopefully get things right. Lourdes Gurriel at 4K versus Bradish is a good spot as well. Um, going below 4K now, you got... 
Aletimus Diaz versus Martin Perez at 3,800 bucks, third base outfit eligible for Houston. So that is in play for you. He loves him a lefty, loves them a lot. Um, Jesse Winker did hit a home run off a of Cole, I believe, his last time out. He had a grand slam on a Sunday. So in a tournament at 3,600 bucks, like I didn't want the expensive tournament plays against Cole, but at 3,600 bucks, Winker can pay off that price tag. I do like Trey Boo Boo again at 3,500 bucks, first base outfit eligible versus Martin Perez. That's a really good spot there for Trey Mancini. Uh, you got Trent Grisham if you're fading Cobb at 31. is not too bad. Trent, uh, Tyrone Taylor of Milwaukee at 31. Not a bad punt play as well. Uh, below 3K now. Raymel Tapia at 29 is a good value if you're stacking Toronto or even if you want, almost want a one-off. It's like seventh against Bradish. It's a good spot there for Raymel Tapia. Uh, Chaz McCormick at 2800 bucks versus Martin Perez. That uh, stands out a bit. Uh, Mike Yastrzemski at 27. Giants are super cheap versus Musgrove. Musgrove is very good. Like I don't really feel like attacking Musgrove on a 14-game slate. There's other ways to get cute on this slate, but uh, they're very, very cheap. Uh, $2,700 for Yastrzemski, $21 for J.D. Davis, $21 for um, Brandon Crawford. Uh, Joey Bart was super cheap. Like They are very affordable. I uh, might have to dig into that a little more. Like I'm not loving the idea behind it, but it's it's interesting. Like Lamont Way Jr.'s 2,500. Hasn't done a whole lot, but we know what he can do. So that makes it interesting. Keep an eye on Fran Mill Reyes. The Cubs picked him up after he got DFA'd by the, the Guardians. If he is in the lineup for 2,400 bucks versus Spino, color me intrigued. Uh, that'll be something to keep an eye on. But other than that, watch, watch the lineups. A lot of cheapies are going to be coming up on a 40-game slate. A lot of them. All right, recapping your pitching. Great pitching on this slate. I go Wheeler Otani up top. Those are my one and two, followed by Shane Bieber at 94. We got Charlie Morton at 85, Carrasco at 82, like both of them. And then if you need to punt, you got Marcus Stroman at 72. That's kind of where I'm looking at this point in time. If you're stacking up, don't mind Toronto versus Bradish. That's definitely one you can uh, look at. Love me Atlanta versus Rich Hill. Love it. Uh, Minnesota versus Mike Miner. I mean, uh, the Mets versus Mike Miner. Big fan of that as well. Uh, Cleveland versus Alexander could be sneaky nice. Love the Cubs versus Spino. That's another big one. Houston versus Martin Perez, not too shabby. Milwaukee could be sneaky versus Tampa Bay on a slate like this. Yet Coors Field, especially St. Louis versus Feltner, should be very popular on this slate. And then, um, you know, there's maybe a few others that I you could look at, but I'm not in love with. I kind of want some of those early stacks. Like I said, give me Toronto, really give me Atlanta, the Mets, the Cubs. Atlanta, the Mets, the Cubs are my top three right now. We got Toronto, you got Cleveland, you got Houston, Milwaukee, St. Louis. You got options on a 14-game slate, lots of them, lots and lots of options. So we'll see how it all plays out, but uh, that'll do it, folks. If you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick, or join us in the free Fancy DJ's Discord. Give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes. I truly would appreciate it. Or if you're watching it on YouTube, give the old thumbs up and leave a comment. Also, watch uh, watch or listen to Bench with Bubba for your season-long fantasy baseball. And if you're into PGA DFS, the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the 2022 FedEx Champions, FedEx St. Jude Championship is already out and about. But that'll do it, folks. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow. But for now, MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 9th edition in the books. I'm out.